Hello everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of the Football Chronicles. This is Edgar Ramirez, and as uh, every week, I'm here with Sebas. Sebas, say hi. Hi everybody. It's been a while. Yeah, I know, it's been a while. <laughs> um, we've, we've been out uh, for a few weeks just because of some personal things um, that came up, and uh, you know, we're, we're back here. Uh, trying to rekindle the romance <laughs> and make sure that you know we do uh, our weekly episodes. So um, a lot has happened since the last time we spoke. I believe that the last time we spoke, the first final was going to occur. The first Copa Libertadores final was about to happen, <laughs> and it took a month yeah. for it to finish. Um, yeah, I mean, I can give I can give you a little recap. Yeah, go the for first, it. The first. Leg of the of the Copa Libertadores was in Boca Juniors Stadium in La Bombonera, and it was postponed because <laughs> right I it forgot about so that. bad and the stadium is freaking old that they couldn't like it couldn't handle that that amount that much water, so it was postponed for the next day and then Boca Juniors and River played tight. Uh, two two right two two yeah yeah. Uh, nothing special about that is th- that incident that is th- that that match, but then two weeks later, uh, uh, River Plate was supposed to host the steady the the match at their stadium, and uh, when Boca Juniors bus was driving to the stadium, uh, some people were ri- uh, some of these hooligans uh, I don't know like crazy people don't even hooligans I think they're so like criminals more than hooligans or both they uh, threw a bunch of crap to the balls including rocks the police intervened they threw gases some of the players got injured and because of that the the match was postponed indefinitely until the conmebol the fifa and all the organizers of the of the match decided to do it in uh, in spain and uh, in the Santiago Bernabéu Stadium this past weekend. So far, so far, it was such a drama in the meantime, such a soap opera. You know, like everybody was embarrassed about what happened. Uh, it's the first time that this happened in a Conmebol tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Something like of these that they, they couldn't like decide. Yeah. Yeah. So more or less, that's what happened. Now we can talk about the soccer game you want. <laughs> yeah, well, and and you know, obviously, it was full of controversy. The fact that they chose to play the game in Madrid and not in any other Latin American con- uh, city or country, um, or honestly, I mean, in the United States, um, they chose to go to Madrid um, to play a tournament called Libertadores, which. <laughs> Which yeah, it's very yeah. ironic that they choose Spain of every country. Yeah. <laughs> of, of every country they can possibly choose. Uh, yeah. You know, for those who don't know, Libertadores means... Well, how we would translate it? It was like fr- freedom seekers or something like that? Yeah, uh, like liberators. Like, like, I don't like know. liberators, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's called after like, you know, like uh, San Martin and Simon Bolivar, who are like or George Washington version, I guess. like Right, who, yeah, who so, overthrew the Spanish government in in latin america <laughs> government <laughs> empire <laughs> i'm sorry empire empire you're right the vice royalties yeah um, royalties but, and, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> how I mean, how ironic is that? That you know, the the last time because this is a this also was the last time that this tournament is played uh, in this format because next year they are going to play only one final, right? In a random city like like the Champions League, uh, and, and and that random city, did you know, is is Santiago de Chile. Yeah, it's um, Chile and the and the UEFA and the, not the UEFA and the and the Sudamericana is gonna be played in Lima if I'm not mistaken. Right? Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so so anyway, so it is kind of a weird, twisted ending for this format of the tournament um, to end up in to end in Madrid. But I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, so yeah, like you said, Sebas, we can talk about football. Um, the game ended three one. River played one. Uh, I just give like the quick facts. The game okay. ended three one. Okay. Um, River played one three one. Boca Juniors scored the first goal uh, by Dario Benedetto, who comes back after a long injury. I don't know if you remember, but he got injured actually um, in the in the match against Peru, if I remember correctly, or or maybe the one after. But in in a in a national team. Uh, game uh a while ago so so he came back after a long injury uh, he scored the first goal and then second half lucas prato who comes from playing in brazil um scored the 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 goal that tied the game uh for River plate um and then <laughs> in the second half uh wilmar barrios uh our colombian friend um gets sent off Minute, like as soon basically as soon as the <laughs> as soon as the uh, extra time started, and uh, River Plate wins, uh, scores two goals, one beautiful goal by uh, Juan Fernando Quintero, also Colombian, um, right? So us, yeah, He's Colombian, yeah, right? Okay, Colombian. good, good, phew, uh, and uh, he was awesome, and yeah. uh, another goal by uh, Martinez, El uh, Piti Martinez, in minute uh, at the end of the game, basically, which was yeah. you know just a desperate attempt, Boca trying to score, and they uh, he has run with without a goalie and scored. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it was an okay match. I mean, definitely the first half was not that interesting. I don't know. I think. Uh, it was a very Argentinian match, if you know what I mean. Like, if it is, you know, like a lot of faults, a lot of force. Uh, they, they, it took forever for them to, uh, for example, where they had like free kicks and stuff. It was always, always drama around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was an okay match. I think it changed a little bit with Quintero. Yeah, uh, it did. Uh, they, they, be, because I, uh, Quintero was. Um, in the bench and they, they call him in mm-hmm. on, the, on the second half and that changed everything for rear plate i think they started to be a little bit more fluid and you know i think boca juniors has better football but i think a uh, rear plate had more like a better attitude and they they definitely try to win it just by attitude and by you know like mini talents that they had um, I don't know. I think it was interesting. Uh, there were so many people injured that got injured, including Gago and. Oh you know, man, we need to talk about that. How sad that, is that? Yeah, but he's always he has always been kind of injured. I think he. Yeah. He spent injured like two years once, right? Yep, and he got injured 
uh, last year, I believe, as well. Um, and yeah. now again, and it's the same injury in the in the other leg, so he's gonna yeah. be out for like a year or six months. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think he's gonna come back to soccer. No, I, I mean that's I mean, there's no way. Not, that's probably the end of his career. Yeah. But um, then, I mean, in the extra time, you know, like Quintero, it was. I I mean, when I was watching the extra time, it was very uh, it was very exciting. I thought they were gonna go to penalties because I thought that the you know the team seemed very like. Uh, uh, tired and they were trying to come to waste time you know they were committing faults and stuff just to you know doing all this drama again uh-huh. but then at some point Quintero scored this goal out of nowhere it was beautiful and the Boca Juniors had to force themselves to to score <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was that was really good that was a they tried really hard and the goalkeeper started like acting really crazy like the the goalkeeper of Boca Juniors started started like acting super crazy he was trying to move his team and he was running to the middle of the field and you know like every time they had a corner he was there <laughs> and even so he the, the this happened like three times and then in the final uh corner kick he was there and then River Plate took the ball and scored it was yeah. a really lame goal yeah it was uh, it was but actually as soon as they scored they they ended the match and they gave the the, the trophy to River Plate to River Plate there was, there was no way um uh, well, from... it's funny how they do that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I mean you gotta try I don't condemn that I think it's you know you, you have nothing to lose right I mean what if you score um I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. I, don't, I think when when I don't think one extra player makes that much of a difference. I've never seen a goalie score a goal in those situations. I have. You know. You have seen. I, I have I, seen I, it. I've I seen it happen seen twice. Many, but where have you seen it? Once in Peru, and I remember seeing that a couple of years ago. Um, and before, I don't know, I don't know when, but I, I remember seeing it twice. I think it was like a Champions League game or something, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But once in Peru, like, I think it was Alianza or someone, scored yeah. the goal he scored. Well, I, I haven't seen that, but I, I will understand it if it is like the last minute or something, you know, like for example, right. that, la- that last one. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think it was a mistake of the goalie that they got that goal. I think it was okay that he was trying. Oh, I see what you're saying. But, so you're, you're saying but, but don't do it before that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying don't do it for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, don't do it for. Like, yeah, because he was as soon as they, they as soon as they River played the score, the goalie was there. You know, oh like, wow! That is doing uh, all that these I reckless have, things. That I've never seen. That is that I've yeah. never seen. Yeah, I've I seen, for example, something like that. Igita did against Cameroon in the World Cup in 1990 and uh-huh. scored against us. George Weah, yeah. I think it was George Weah who scored against us. Or... No, George Weah never played. No, no, it time. was not George Weah. It was a... I don't know. Uh, one of these idols from Cameroon. George Weah is from, from Liberia. No, Liberia, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyhow, uh it was weird to see that. I think it makes the players nervous as well, especially like the defenders when that right. happens. So I don't know. I don't know if kind of that, but yeah. Anyhow, I, that's, that's my summary of the of the tournament. I mean, it was a, it was very well organized when you see it. 
uh, the police and everything, you can definitely tell that Spain took this task very seriously and you know, like it was not a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was for the Argentinians, Argentines. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll just close by saying that um, if River Plate did seem to have more chances um, to score, um, even if you see a hi like the highlights of the game, um, the Boca Juniors goalie had a few more attempts or a few more saves than the River Plate goalie. Um, and Quintero, I, I agree with that too. Quintero to totally changed the game. I mean, he just gave it a different uh, pace, uh, speed, um, and you know, I think that was very helpful for River Plate, so they can score and they can win the 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 tournament. So yeah, that, I I don't understand that. I don't understand why they always and it's not only River Plate is in every single team he has played, even in the national team. He's always called in the second half. Hmm. He has never played, or he has, but not that many full matches. He's only like playing like one half. Weird. And in that half, he makes wonders. Right. Yeah. I don't know why he's not. I don't know why they. they I don't know the coach don't, or the coaches don't trust him that much to play a full match. But it yeah. was definitely. I mean, he made the change, right? Yeah. For sure, it was very, very useful. So, let's switch gears, uh, if you're ready, Sebas, and let's talk about the Champions League. Um, and, unless there's unless there's anything else you want to say, um, no. We can just. I I would like to start talking about. Uh, well, let's start in order. Let's maybe talk about the Tottenham Barcelona group, and I believe that's Group B. Um, surprising result to see Barcelona tie against um, Tottenham in Barcelona. Um, as you guys may know, Justin is a huge Tottenham fan and he was very excited <laughs> that Tottenham yeah, made yeah. it through. Oh, ecstatic. Uh, so... In that group, Barcelona is first by far <laughs> with 14 points and uh, Tottenham goes through instead of Inter Milan uh, with 8 points. Um, so, so yeah. And then Inter Milan goes of, to the uh, Euro Cup. Yeah, it's kind of weird because Tottenham and Inter Milan, they have the same amount of points and the same goal difference. So then it goes to head-to-head away goals in which Tottenham had scored one against Inter Milan. Right. In Milan. Or right. whatever. Yeah. So it was a it, it was definitely I think we, we say it here, like it was gonna be the toughest group. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> it was. And it was. Yeah. yeah. Um and and I think for me what is it, what what is worth noting is that Barcelona didn't play with their starting eleven. I mean they played with a lot of subs um, this game not an excuse um, but you know definitely worth noting because Tottenham went all out with their main team um, and they uh, were able to tie the game in minute 85 with a goal by Lucas Moura and oh worth noting if no one has seen if you people have if you if anyone hasn't seen it uh, it's, it's worth watching the uh, Dembele goal um, 
the Barcelona goal by Dembele because it's very good. Uh, he basically yeah. just dribbles the ball all the way from their side of the court to to the goal and scores. It was pretty good. So, I mean, that's, I think, the highlight for me um, for, for Group B. Um, anything yeah. else you want to add for Group B? No. No, no, no. I think that's, that's enough. Have we talked about Group A already? No, but I didn't care so much about it. <laughs> well, Group A was very... I mean, the only thing... Group A is Borussia Dortmund and Atletico Madrid. Uh, Borussia Dortmund is going to go first. Atletico Madrid made it second. They both have the same amount of points. But uh, by goal difference, uh, Borussia Dortmund is going to be first. Uh, Brook from Belgium is third. They're going to the Europa League. Right. For me, it was very surprising to see Monaco last. Uh, because... It used to be, uh, you know, in the previous uh, uh, Champions Leagues, it used to be one of the main teams, right? Right. It made it even to quarterfinals, and it has been in finals and stuff. Um, so, yeah. I mean, the story behind it is that the owner is in financial troubles. With He, he got a divorce. He's a Russian, one of these Russian, like, tycoons. Oligarchs. The pharmaceutical and uh, he, uh, he basically they sold most of the valuable players including Mbappé the only one that is that remains there is Falcao and is now Monaco is like uh, doing poorly in the Champions League and they are doing poorly or they did poorly in the Champions League and they're doing poorly in the French League mm-hmm. so go figure <laughs> yep that's sad. I think that's it. That's that's it. I, the only thing I had to say about Group A, nothing, nothing surprising, but that I thought Monaco yeah. at least was going to be third. But yeah. yeah, on paper, I think that would have made sense. Let's jump to Group C and talk about another French disaster. No, I'm kidding. Um, to let's talk about uh, PSG, who go through first of the group with eleven points. I mean, to me, this was this was the best group to me by far. Um, gr- group B was, you know, yeah, tough, but to me, Group C was probably a little tighter. I wasn't even sure that PSG was going to make it through, I mean, to be completely honest, um, because I don't like how they play, they have no midfielders, um, so, anyway, um, they go through, uh, they beat, uh, Red Star, uh, in the last game, in their last game, uh, in, in Belgrade. And the the match that I watched that was definitely worth watching was the Liverpool Napoli that was very fought. It was it was a great game. Uh, ended one zero for Liverpool with a beautiful goal from Mohamed Salah. Um, again, was, if if you haven't yeah. seen it, you should. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good goal. It's a weird goal though. I think it, there's a lot of responsibility of the on the defense. I don't know. I think uh, I don't know why they seem very slow. They couldn't like, you know, defend the goal that well. And Salah basically had a lot of freedom to move. And then he was in front of Ospina, the goalie from Napoli. And I don't know what Ospina did or was thinking, but he went through his legs. It was very surprising that Salah also was that, you know, like. I don't know how to say that, but very like wise to to put it there. You know, it's it's a very risky. Yeah. Place, you know. No, he he. I mean, it was a beautiful play because he first left left the. Um, I mean, Salah dribbled two players and scored a beautiful goal. Dribbled, uh, I think, is Rui or the left back. Then dribbled Kulivali and made him look terrible. 
um, with just like one hip movement uh, went through and then everyone thought that uh, Salah was gonna cross the ball including Ospina because if you see Ospina is like leaning towards covering the cross uh, right like kind of forward but then Salah instead of crossing just kicks it in <laughs> and it goes yeah. kind of through his legs kind of unexpectedly for Ospina um, and that's how he scored. I, I loved it. Yeah. Um, the game was the game was fun. I mean, it was very fought. Uh, there was a lot of shots, like thirty shots combined. Uh, you know, between both teams, um, some pretty awesome saves. Uh, Allison at the last minute had a incredible save. Um, I forget who it was. One of the forwards from um, from. Um, Napoli, uh, Milik, I think it was, gets the like a, a weird rebound and tries to shoot the ball, and Allison was already there, like in in the in the like uh, like area already, covering with all his humanity, so he doesn't score, and and he actually saves the ball, and this is like last minute. If if Napoli would have scored, they would have gone through. Um, so anyway, very exciting game. I I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, as you can clearly tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with the with that result, again, Liverpool and Napoli uh, ended the, the group stage with the same amount of points. Yes. But uh, Liverpool has g- more goals in group matches and Liverpool is the one, the second one in the, in the group. PSG being first. And Red Star of Belgrado or Red Star Belgrade being fourth. <laughs> El Estrella Roja de Belgrado. Estrella Roja. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then Group D, uh, I think for me the most the lamest of all groups. It was Porto, <laughs> Schalke, Galatasaray, and Lokomotiv Moscow. Which is where Jefferson and... Parfum plays, by the way. <laughs> So Porto and Chalke are gonna are the ones passing from the group. Yep. I don't know. Yep. Is going to the, to the League. Europa League. Yeah, I I watched the Porto Galatasaray. It was an interesting. It was a fun game to watch. It ended ended two three, uh, for Gal for Porto in in Turkey in Istanbul. Uh, anyway, it was a good game. Uh, entertaining. Is he just still playing in in you know in Porto? Yes, he is. Oh my god. Yeah, it's interesting so, that they that he's still, you know, like people like forget that he's still like a, a player, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, oh, what is he doing there? I know that guy uh, when I watched the game. Um, so I, I don't know, Sebas. I mean, I don't think we should go through all of them. Oh, I guess we only have a few left. Um, we have like, a, I mean, maybe like let's do a summary group E, Bajern, Ajax from the Netherlands. Uh, nothing surprising there, I think. Yeah, no, nothing um, surprising. Group, group F is uh, Manchester and Lyon pass. Uh, again, nothing surprising there. Uh, well, Hoffenheim, the millionaires from Germany, didn't do it, so <laughs> sad for me, I guess. <laughs> group G, Real Madrid, Roma. Again, nothing surprising. The only thing surprising thing that happened today because Moscow, CSKA Moscow, scored two goals against Real Madrid in Madrid, right? Three goals. Three goals. 3-0 in Madrid. Yeah. So, even though it, wa- it was for nothing because they are fourth, right. they couldn't even qualify to the Europa League. Yeah. But 
But they, yeah. they got to beat Real Madrid at home, which, you know, uh, I think anyone would welcome. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I, I am moving, moving a little bit farther, but I think this Real Madrid is not that strong uh, right now. As you know, I think, it's, you know, we all team that is not doing that great, right? Right. And I was thinking this is a great opportunity for River Plate to win the... You know, the freaking, like, World Cup of Clubs, whatever they call it. Yeah, that's you know? true. <laughs> I was thinking maybe River can win this thing. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, you know? I mean, Real Madrid is not doing great. Um, and they've also been a little unlucky. So, you know, hopefully all those things come together and they can help River Plate win this tournament. Uh, yeah, Sebas, that's, that's a great point. I hadn't even thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's gonna be interesting. I mean, if we don't get surprised by an, an African team beating River Plate or something. Oh God, don't say before. that. It has happened. <laughs> but if yes. it is a, a River against Real Madrid final, I don't see why you know River cannot maybe like do something. Yeah, because it it feel it does feel like this Real Madrid team is more human. If it if that makes sense, you know. Yeah. Like before with Ronaldo, it was like almost like deity statues. Uh, uh, same as Barcelona, right? With Messi, it's like deity status. Um, but, you know, I think, like you said, this Real Madrid team seems more human, mortal, more mortal. More moral. And, and we can... Ronaldo is not there, and, and they're doing poorly in, the, in yeah. the league as well. So I, I don't see why maybe River cannot... Maybe they can do the miracle. That would be great. If if, if Eibar could beat them, so can River Plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the, la- the last group uh, that I want to mention that I actually hadn't noticed that this happened is Juventus and Manchester United went through in Group H um, but Juventus lost against Young Boys uh, <laughs> today uh, oh, yeah. 2-1 which is weird <laughs> at least it's not yeah. 3-0 but they did lose uh, 2-1 and, they, they, and Juventus did play with like uh, a pretty you know yeah their lineup Ronaldo's there um, Bonucci is there, Rugani is there, Cuadrado is there. So, so I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. you know they lost two one. Two one. Well, I mean it's a good thing for Jose Mourinho. He's keeping his his. That's right. You know, his his work. He's yeah. Be able to. Yeah. A a good thing for yeah. Mourinho, a bad for the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if probably they they make him like focus on the Champions League if he, because you know, like in England sometimes that happens. You know, like they they like for example, Liverpool has been like that a very successful team in the Champions, but they have never won. Well, they haven't they haven't won a a local league in a while. I think in, right. in this modern format, right? Yep. So. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they say, hey, if you win the champions, we're cool. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, Manchester United right now is six in the Premier League. In the but, Premier League, yeah. But they, they have 26 points, and Arsenal, that's fifth, has 34 points. So it's, you know, quite a bit ahead, like eight points ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I was going to say that... Um, I think that I don't know. It is, it is an interesting. Um, it it has been an interesting group stage. I've I've liked it, uh, for this uh, this uh, Champions League. Um, 
who do you think are the strongest candidates now that we've seen the group stage, Sebas? I don't know. It's really hard to tell. I think most of them are really even. I think Manchester City has shown, like, I think the best soccer. Interesting. So I think probably Manchester City. Um, you know, and I don't know. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to tell because I haven't seen, for example, I haven't seen a single match of Porto, and Porto uh, basically beat everybody. Right. So you know, like I, I don't know. Maybe that's another contender. Uh, also, Liverpool, I think, may, might have chances, but you know, they were second in the group, and it was a very tough group. You know, so yep. maybe they are gonna. They can. They are gonna be more. They're gonna be able to show more soccer in the in the next stages, but I think probably I will say Juventus. Yep. Uh, I will say Manchester City and Liverpool. That will be my three. I think I don't see Bayern Munich this time. I don't see Real Madrid. Uh, maybe Barcelona as well. Yeah. Barcelona is playing had a really intense group and they made it as well. Really, they had a really good performance. So Barcelona, I think probably. But yeah, I don't see Tottenham or Atletico or any of those. But if you if you had to choose two teams, like two teams in the final, for example, um, wh- which would be what would I you will, choose? I would say Barcelona and Manchester City. Interesting. Yeah. Um, for me, I agree with all the teams you said. It's funny that you don't mention mention Paris Saint Germain. Uh, because I don't think I don't think anyone really gives a shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone cares <laughs> about them. Uh, but I would say that I don't think Liverpool is gonna win the Champions League. But I would really like to see that. I would really like to see Liverpool win it, but they won't. I, I think it's very hard uh, for them to win it. Um, but I would like to see Klopp uh, winning a Champions League. Um, yeah. The I see Barcelona because they've been strong and they're not the romantic team they were before, which is which sucks for us. But you know they seem a little more pragmatic, which I think could win tournaments a little easier. Um, so I would say for me is Barcelona and Juventus because Juventus has been preparing for this for years. Like, this is what they're fighting for. You know, this is what they yeah. want. Yeah, and they've been preparing for this for years. So, now that Real Madrid doesn't look to be anywhere close to to being able to win this thing, I would say Juventus um, second. Manchester City, man, I like them. I think they're a great team. They just don't have the history to win it. And, and I think right now it doesn't matter. But, at, you know, in, in those late stages... It, it I often feel like it does. Like, um, history kind of does play a role. And, you know, may, maybe this is Pep Guardiola's year to win the Champions League again. But I, I do think they have a little tougher path to get to that final than Barcelona or Juventus, for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting for me to see that Ronaldo, who was bought by 100 million euros... For this tournament, yep. I think when Juventus made the, you know, the expense, they were thinking about this tournament in particular. Oh, for sure. It's not even in the top ten of the goal scorers in the tor- in the tournament. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. I I haven't so, even seen that. Yeah. So the top goal scorer in this so far in these stages is Lewandowski with eight goals. 
<laughs> and then he's messy with six. And then a bunch of people with five, including Dybala, Seco, Neymar, and then another group with four goals. But Ronaldo is not even there. Ronaldo was not even that present in these stages. So, wow. I don't know. It can be a bad thing or a good thing. It can be maybe that he's not in condition anymore or the team is not, right? Uh, you know working for him as he as he used to in, in Real Madrid or maybe it's because he was passing through something and now maybe we're gonna see a better Ronaldo in the in the next stages who knows but right so yeah. far we haven't seen that much of him so yeah I mean I they, they had a pretty interesting group as well so but I I think he's gonna show up I mean, I I do think, like I said, I do think Juventus really wants this. And they do have the team to get it. They have a pretty awesome squad. Uh, so, you know, I, I'd be disappointed yeah. if Juventus doesn't make it to semifinals, for example. Yeah. We will see, because when is the, when are they uh, arranging the groups? Is that like in January, I think? In a couple of weeks or something? Yeah, I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I, I can't I don't wait know. to see how is they're gonna organize this thing. But it's gonna be. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. I think there are really good teams this this year. I think every group, more or less, like the the strongest ones are the ones who we don't have any surprises. Um, no. As maybe a Ajax, but yeah, you know the other so Benfica was the other one that maybe could do something, but it was it could have been also a surprise. So I think it's because how the group was set up, mm-hmm. but. I don't think we have any surprises, so we'll see how it goes. But all right, well, I think on this note, it's time to close our podcast for today. Thank you very much for listening. It's our twenty-first fo- podcast in English, and probably one of the last podcasts we do this year. Thank you so much for listening, and please, please follow us on Facebook and keep listening. Yep. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye.